It looks like they're going, bing, bang, ding, dang, do. You know that one from uh, Singing in the Rain? Where it's like, isn't it like... I don't know how the words are, but it's in Singing in the Rain and Debbie Reynolds and, and Gene Kelly going... I have just recently seen Singing in the Rain. As it turns out, I have seen it 200 times in my life. And I have no idea what you're referencing. Oh, maybe it's the wrong movie. In 1993, Brooke McEldowney began publishing his newspaper comic, Nine Chickweed Lane. Nearly 30 years later, he's still writing it. Still. And we're still reading it. What is wrong with us? I, I don't know. I'm Brooke Dillman. And I'm Jeff Drake. And this is a podcast about our obsession. This is Nine Chickweed Rage. Why did I build that anchor machine? <sighs> oh, Jesus Christ. What the fuck? Yeah? yeah. I, uh, I really Brooke, can't. we've I only can't. been doing this a year and a half, and neither one of us knows, still knows what we're doing. No fucking clue. We've no got no clue. clue. We still end up coming back to this stupid comic. Yeah. We haven't learned. We haven't learned anything. Not one goddamn thing. We haven't learned shit. anything. But the saving grace for me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is it's obvious that Brooke McEldowney has, in an even longer amount of time of being associated with this, has learned even less. He still can't draw. He doesn't understand comedy. Oh, I got a butte for you today. <laughs> can't wait. The Here's the thing. I, 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 it took me so long to choose what I was going to do today. Why is that? Because I found so many gems. So well, many. I mean, that, yeah. I yes. mean, I think as we learned last episode, it doesn't matter where we drop in. It's. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's that's. Yeah. But I mean, it's just like, I mean, one of them we will do it next time. But it's like it's so what the fuck stupid. <laughs> I and, love, but, I'm sorry, keep going. What? No, no, that's that's all I, I was just going to say you I feel like we have this same you say roughly that same thing every time. Every time. Every time. And yeah. I don't every time. I am not convinced that we have ever like the one that you're like we'll do it next time. I'm not convinced that we have ever done the one that you are referring to when you're like, I found this one, but it's not in this batch. It's not in this batch, but yeah, it's just, you just can't tell which one. Here's but something I, I don't think I'm we've say. ever revisited those that that somehow didn't make your cut. Yeah, you're right. You may be right. <laughs> I have something else to say real oh, quick, because okay. I know you got, a, right. you got a hard out. I do. I, do. I have, because it's cold here in New York, Yeah, I... It's hard for me to run in the cold, even though I yeah, love oh yeah. running. No, you. Uh, for people who do not know Brooke Dillman, she's currently living in New York. Previous to that, she had lived in Los Angeles, and on like days that you would be like that, any normal human being would think, "I am going outside under no circumstances today." Yeah, Brooke would gladly be out in Griffith Park. 
running hills in Griffith Park. Yeah, in, I don't like live, the hottest. I don't most live near humid. Griffith Park. I it's like a good forty no, minute drive, and that's without traffic. That's right. It is not. Then I will go over closer to Baldwin. You could go to Baldwin Hills more easily. I would think. Yes, that absolutely. Absolutely. And or climb nice the Culver Stairs there. or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's really great there's over there. It's great. But Culver, I just. For, you could, yeah. But I know that Griffith's going to be hotter. <laughs> so well, that's why I go there. It's in the valley. Yeah, it's in the valley. The valley. And, yeah. Yeah. The, the rule is generally if you live in the valley, which I do, in, in the bank, Burbank. In uh, bank. If you live in the valley. <laughs> in the double B. The B it, squared. It is generally, by rule, ten degrees cooler on the other side of the hill, and like in in what most people think of as Hollywood and like central and the and like the Miracle Mile and stuff like. Yeah, that. we live near Culver City. And- you guys live closer to Culver City, and then yeah. it's ten degrees cooler than that at the beach. At the beach, correct. So in the valley. Like, if it's, like, a pleasant, if it's even, like, kind of an unseasonably warm 80 degrees at the beach, you can almost guarantee that in Burbank it's over 100. Yes. (laughs) And I will go to Burbank instead of the beach, which I'm, like, 15 minutes from the beach and a good 40, 45 at least. Because because you're you're cold probably around 76 degrees, I'm guessing. Yeah, I don't like anything under that. And yeah. even that, I mean, like, <laughs> I really... Cold, <laughs> but I literally ran in Griffith one day, and I was like, hey, there aren't many people here. And it feels kind of warm. And uh, I got in the car, and they're like, please don't go outside. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, a girl had passed out and rolled down a hill in Griffith Park, and, like, you know, it was like... <laughs> And, and, and that girl was not you. That's the it was surprise. not me. No, because no. I run so slow. You know, it doesn't matter. It's not going to really kill me. Back when Wendy and I trained for a marathon a hundred million years ago, now um, there was one day that we had like a long run, yeah. and we had been doing pretty good on our runs, and we ran together, and we were both very slow, also. And we are out there, and we we're just like, God. Today is so hard for some reason. Why are you finding it hard? I'm finding it hard too. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I mean, I guess it's just like one of those yeah. things. Like it's, during it's training, that, you just right. like your body is like that you know, point in back. training. You're you're fatigued. <laughs> no, we got got back and it was like 105 degrees out, <laughs> and we <laughs> had no idea. No, we had no. gone like six miles in a 105 right degree now. temperature. <laughs> Glorious. Anyway, that's the worst. I can't. I don't even understand it. But oh, um, I do know that any. It's day a slow it's form hot. of suicide. I think. I think I'm sure. really just trying to commit suicide. You're I just don't have the guts. A lot of to different ways. I feel like right. The diet coke. Diet coke is a slow form. The running. I mean, the running. The, the running and I mean that's kind of like masquerading. Tater tots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The running does masquerade, so people don't think I'm trying to. So if I did. Right. Die. They're Charlie like you're would, trying to live forever by yeah. going out there and running, and you're like, right. Oh, Charlie would not. still get the insurance money, the life insurance, <laughs> if because no one would suspect the running was to kill myself. Right, because it doesn't seem like it. It's, right. it's the perfect. It's like it's the perfect crime. It's the perfect insurance fraud. Yeah, yeah. It's like a it's like a super boring version of double indemnity. 
Would it be that boring, though? I mean, and this is where we come back to. This is what I have to come back to because I brought up the cold. Okay. I have been riding a a stationary bicycle inside of the home. Okay. Wow. Some days. If I I, had a chair here in my closet, I would need to sit down. Right. Because I hate bicycles so much. I think they should be outlawed bicycles. Okay, that's so, a whole but I'm not thing out that there. We may not have time for today. <laughs> I'm not out there, you know, uh, terrorizing anyone on my bicycle. I'm inside on a stationary bicycle. Yeah. Okay. So I, I was like, hey, I'm going to find out what this podcast thing's all about because I don't <laughs> listen to them. Right. <laughs> so I'm look up, you know, best podcast and all that. So I've been listening to these podcasts and I have to say, we're really beating up on ourselves because ours is not as boring as I, I don't find <laughs> podcasts interesting. I mean, a lot of these ones where they're like, it's hilarious. I'm like, well, I don't, okay. it goes on just as long as ours. They hit and miss on things just as much as ours. I don't understand why we don't have at least 200 listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I can guarantee whichever podcast that you have listened to has in the thousands of listeners. <laughs> I can guarantee it. Oh, no. These are like podcasts that are like highly recommended. I'm not going to take talk about them because I don't want to rip on anyone. Oh, there are people I want right. to rip on, but I'm not going to rip on them. <laughs> right. I do love the moment when you're like, I don't want to rip on anybody. It's like, Really? Yeah, yeah, I did. Really? I, did. I just did. You have? I love it though that I'm like I don't want to rip on anybody. Let's get into ripping Brooke McElbowney. Right. Except you know, for I'm like Brooke I'm like McElbowney. I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, but here I go, this dumb fuck again. You know, yeah, I am the biggest hypocrite alive. So anyone who wants to write in and call me a hypocrite, and you're right, you're right. Write in, you say, like a letter. They're going to send us a letter. Yes, dear Uncle Eth- Aunt Ethel. <laughs> On my oh, typewriter. That's a deep my cut. That's deep like cut. second or third episode. It feels like it was 100 years ago. There are I'm some certainly of these... grayer. I'm certainly he does... grayer. <laughs> he does. Brooke McElhowney, when I'm going through these, I'm like, yeah. have we done this one? Because it's always the same stupid subjects. Oh, yeah. yeah it's yeah, always yeah. just grossly sexual. They're making out on a table. They're t- you know, I mean, it's like, I'm like, this one certainly, it's the same goddamn gross theme over and over. I'm, I'm really, I'm very concerned yeah. that we will continue to do this podcast and Polly and Lolly will grow up. And what are you talking about? About, about. Okay. So, so no, I uh you asked if I had seen today's and I haven't, but I think I did catch a glimpse of a of a panel that had two women in it and maybe that's what put it in my head and you're telling me this is likely Polly and Lolly. Yeah. Who was your friend that listens and we apologize again to anyone listening? That 
was talking about not understanding the time jumping. Right. Okay. I don't. I. It might have been Adam. Might have been Adam. So, this is time jumping. I guess they do time jumping. This one. Okay. So. All right. Well, let's let's get into this first one, right? Yeah. Um, from word, uh, this is only uh, October 2022. Yep. And um, uh, I am shocked because there's a not a turtleneck being worn, and there's button-up shirts, but they're not they're not buttoned all the way up to the <laughs> all the way up true. to the top. That's this is crazy. Very strange. And there's so many colors. I don't know where we are. It's a white couch that uh, that Edna and What's his face? Amen. I love it. You can never I wanted to call him it. Otis. And then Otis. I was like, Why not that's just not do it. it? And then I couldn't. Anyway, Amos and Edna. Edna is sitting on his lap and he's cradling it's Edna. her like a <laughs> 30. How many? 34? Four. This is our 34. 34th. This. We cannot, we don't know the main character's name. Edna still. and Otis. Edna and Otis. <laughs> Edna, oh Edna and Amos. God. He's cradling her like a baby. Like that's what I was gonna say. Do you and Wendy sit like this on the couch? Uh, Charlie I mean, and I don't. I mean, uh, like literally holding, holding, holding like that, up. like you're gonna pick her up, like a fire is gonna happen. Yeah. I mean, you yeah, lay on the couch very... or whatever, lay your head on their lap or whatever, you know. But it's yeah. like this is ridiculous. He looks like he's gonna pick her up and run out of the house. But because there's a what, fire. What two grown adults sit on each other's laps? Yeah. Right. Exactly. All right, so it's Etta, Amos, right? It's Amos. <laughs> it's Otis and Edna. I'm new, I'm new, I am new to this podcast. I, I have never. Welcome. Have not, Welcome, Jeff. You, I have not met you before, have I? <laughs> is this uh, your card? This is- <laughs> um, Etta speaks. She's smiling. Amos is holding her weirdly on his lap. Yeah. Like they're sitting, like they're just relaxing. He's holding her. She's leaning back, so he has to support her legs and her shoulders. Yeah. It's, that's what, I mean, it literally looks like it looks like the stereotypical carry my bride over the threshold kind of thing. Yeah. But they're just yeah. sitting on a couch. Yeah. What why sitting that way? How how is that vaguely romantic even? It's like it's more romantic if it's like head on lap or like, or sitting next to him and, and her legs are up on his lap. That's what I mean. You yeah. Know? It's like if that's how normal people that are affectionate yeah. sit on a couch together, you know, like if they want to be affectionate, it's just, you know. All right. So anyway, you let's, hold them let's, like, yeah. <laughs> like you're saving her. It, it literally looks like he's a fireman about to carry her out of the house. Yeah, and they have a white couch with five different colors of pillow on it. Uh-huh. Uh so anyway, one one that's the color of a of a of an eraser. <coughs> one, it looks like a giant tufted eraser to his right. Oh my god. Oh my god. And then oh the little pink one near the corner almost looks like it's an animal that's asleep. And those are ears kind of poking yeah. up. Anyway, that would be too cute for this fucking yeah. disaster of a comic strip. So let's I don't wish let's that get on that little it. animal. Okay. Let's <clears throat> get into it. Edda speaks. And Edna she says. says 
Edna says to Otis, I'm just so relieved that we're locked in at our correct ages now. Mackledowney ellipsis. Oh, new bubble. Yeah. Mackledowney ellipsis. <laughs> you and me and our sweet little girls. And then in the next panel, where because that's we're we're head on with them on the couch, and now we're at the edge of the couch, and we can see that standing in a doorway nearby are what look to be uh, seniors in high school, mm-hmm. Polly and Lolly, even though <laughs> they appear to have graying hair. <laughs> they appear to have graying hair, and of course, they're wearing hot pants and a you know a. A tankini top. Yeah, I mean, are those really hot pants? Or I whatever mean, they like, are. You know, it's I, like... They're like loose-fitting. And also, what's the color combination here? They're black, sort of midriff-bearing tank tops, and then like a butterscotch pudding-colored <laughs> short. Yeah. Well, it's, it, it's you know, I guess we're on... It's October 20th. Maybe they're yeah. getting ready for Halloween. I I don't know. Their hair is like definitely like graying. Like yeah. why else would you draw it that way? It looks like it's graying. And aren't they blonde now or are they not blonde? Oh, well, let's go back and find out. We just covered them last time, right? But also last it's like episode. of course, of course they have like on a tight tankini top so their boobs, their cleavage shows. Oh yeah, they are blonde in the last one. They are blonde. So now, now they have dark hair that's going gray. And this is exactly as I feared. I, I guess I caught a glimpse of this yeah. as I was putting these yeah, into Yeah, I couldn't believe it when you said it. I was like, what in the... I saw like two figures standing next to each other. I did not... For, because, because they have dark hair. I'm like, that's not Polly and Lolly because they don't have dark hair. Right, yeah. They don't look like... Yeah. But anyway, so... Um, Otis is holding up his hand that, what happened to his hand, Brooke? It's been, it's been crushed in a machine. In the, well, in the time wormhole, his hand, his fingers were twisted beyond recognition. I mean, they are, they are horribly mangled. His hand is horribly mangled. And he says, of course... Even the theory of relativity has its unanticipated glitches. And okay. she's making the ooh face. Yeah, and ooh. what's on what's on her cheek? On her left cheek. I gotta right zoom as we in. look at it. Right as we oh, look at it. Oh, it's just a piece of her hair. I know, but it looks it doesn't look like it's attached to anything. It just looks like it like she has a scar yeah. on her it face. It does. <laughs> Okay. And look at the lamp. Who has a lamp like that? (laughs) Look at the color of the the shade. The shade, this is, they're obviously matching colors. The shade is that eraser color. The eraser color. From the tufted (coughs) tufted (coughs) pillow. Are you okay? (laughs) Yeah, I'm just... There's there's like 900 colds going around our house, oh, and then no. and then the the base of it is like a a light fuchsia kind of color, and yeah, well, it's. I, I take it back. I apologize. Everybody has matching pillows and lamps. 
No, in their but house. look at the but look at the different colors, and then you've got like this army, like olive, this drab olive chair on the right hand side. Yeah, and yeah. then like look at the like. Would you? I mean, a white couch with those horrific looking pillows. Anyway, there's a lot to unpack. And here. where are the pillows now? That giant um, eraser pillow is gone. Yeah, from this yeah, angle, when yeah, it would be covering his arm. Yeah, there's so much to unpack here because I don't understand. I'm just so relieved that we're locked in at our correct ages now. So this is some sort of meta commentary on the fact that, like, I mean, in general, in comics, you know, in Peanuts, they never got older. They were always, you know, and in like The Simpsons, Bart doesn't get older, you know, or Lisa or Maggie. They stay the same age for all 30 of the years that they've been on TV. 40. Right? 40? No. Who? Getting close. The, the Simpsons. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Simpsons, yeah. They're... They've never changed age. So so I guess that's, yeah. But I mean. They, it's the wormhole. I mean, I don't. This is what I'm saying. It's it's the, they've obviously previously in the, have been traveling through time or something. Not obviously. Why would you say obviously? Well, he maybe just because just as easily leap into this for no fucking reason. You're right. You're right. I guess I I've read. You know, I know what the thing. Is, so I'm sorry. It's not obvious. It's just. But he's like, she says, I'm so relieved. We're our correct ages now. Locked in. Lo- we're locked in at our correct ages. Yeah. So you're saying previous to You, me, to and October, our little girls. Everyone's back to their correct age. So previous to this, there was a lot of time jumping, you're There saying. must have been. Uh, and, and my point is, there doesn't have to have been. <laughs> like, well, I don't I'm know just saying you're... because I know the theme to this run. Okay. All so, right. Well let's, well, let's continue because... Okay. Okay. There, I don't know. I mean, obviously, time travel has taken it out of Polly and Lolly, who are graying at an early age. Right. But what and are they? Yeah. How old are they? It. I mean, I don't it know. It literally looks like they're 40. I mean, well, with gray hair, yeah. You would yeah. think that they're older. And, they're, and as twins, as they get older, they decide to not have any kind of individuality. They're always going to dress the same. Right. Exactly. All right. Same. Let's move on to the next one. Oh, okay. and here they are. And now they look even <laughs> they look even older. Older. Oh, my God. Well, that's In why I one. had gone to the second one and you were talking about The Simpsons. That's why I go, what? Because I, I just, I, my brain went kablooey when I, I saw mean, this. In the first one, they look like they could be high school age, but prematurely graying. Yeah. But now they're sitting on a couch and they don't, they look like different people. They're still graying, but they look like they're maybe pushing 40. At least. They, they look like they're pushing 40. At, at least, at, in my opinion. Okay. So, and this is a classic. They're sitting on the white couch now. And apparently the pillows have been thrown in the garbage. There are no pillows. And the walls have been painted white. Previously, there were four gigantic pillows. Gigantic pillows. And now (laughs) there are, now there is nothing. And now they're sitting. And And the wall, the back wall was turquoise or something. And now it's white. It was. Now it's just white. Um, He tired of making the turquoise color. And Polly, I will always go left to right that it's Polly and Lolly because who gives a shit? Who gives and a shit? I can they guarantee don't. you, 
I can guarantee you Brooke McEldowney does not distinguish. He's just like, yeah, fucking twins. <laughs> Four boobs. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, God. It's oh, like God. that. Coors Light commercial. And twins. <laughs> yeah. If we have a computer glitch, play that commercial for the computer and glitch. Twins. And twins. <laughs> Or whatever it was. Oh, and yeah. twin. Oh, God. I just remember that. I didn't just remember it. You just reminded me of it. <laughs> I love it. Like, I just remember that. It's like, because you told me about it. <laughs> um, that's how memory works. Somebody tells you something, and you're like, I remember that what? thing you said. Amos, who sometimes goes by the name Otis, is <laughs> leaning over the couch talking to them, and he says... I'm going to dinner with mummy. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I think I should lay the groundwork to explain McEldonie ellipsis. And then, of course, new word bubble, since yeah. we've already had, five, just like in the previous one, uh, we begin with the McEldonie ellipsis. So they have to sit and stare at their father for 10 minutes until yeah. he says. Good. For the omitted words, supposedly. Which, yes, exactly. The what only the reason. F are the omitted the words. only reason you ever use it. Uh, so I think I should lay the groundwork to explain. And this, this, this is the... <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm about... My head is about ready to fly off my shoulders. I know. I know. Okay. You're not doing well. So, so... He's splitting up a sentence mm -hmm. with 10 periods, mm -hmm. three normal ellipses plus an extra. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think I should lay the groundwork to explain. And then we finally get to why you're both rather older. Why you're both rather older. Raw. Well, Mummy and I think you're rather older. I told Mummy that there may have been a couple of unanticipated glitches. When I first read the first word bubble, when he said mummy, I thought he was talking about his mother. He's talking about Etta. Because this is wormhole, older, Polly and love. Here's my thing, though. Okay. He comes over to explain things to them, and they've just, obviously, they're totally comfortable and sitting on the couch about ready to watch television. Yeah, yeah, because Polly has a remote in her hand. Like, they're not, they're just like, oh, I don't know who you people are. Right. So, he says, I told Mummy that there may have been a couple of unanticipated glitches. Then he walks off, and we see them from the side. They look at each other, and then Polly leans in to Lolly in the final panel and says, What did he just call us? <laughs> Why are you still doing the child voice? I don't know. For the, I don't they're, know. They're, they're pushing 50. I don't know. I hate them. Okay. All right. Let me try again. All right. He walks off and Polly turns to Lolly and says, What did he just call us? <laughs> so, yeah, their voice is somewhere in between there. It's somewhere in between a divorcee who smokes, who's still smoking a carton a day. <laughs> and a, uh, child a child from uh, a 1980s Hanna-Barbera cartoon. <laughs> so this is classic comedy, couple of unanticipated glitches, and they're like, what did he just call us? Yeah. But that my thing is, like, 
now they're shocked. What? He didn't call them anything. No, no, it's just a joke. It's just a joke on like, like, did he call us bitches? That's what it is. What? Couple what are you of unanticipated about? glitches. What did he just call oh, us? Oh, okay. He called them unanticipated glitches. Okay. Yeah. And it's oh. like, it sounds like bitches. Like, that's what a father would call his daughters. Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't even get that. See, this is why I have you. I didn't, I just didn't know what the fuck was going on, but there is something going on, but it's hey, gross and hey. awful. I still don't know what the fuck is going on. Let's move right. on. You see, that's because right. it's not going to get better. Okay. Here comes Mummy. Edda slash Edna comes in. <laughs> okay. Now they're all, right. all in swimsuits? They, What's going on? <laughs> it does look like swimsuits. She's, okay. Edda is dressed for an evening out. If you look at the third panel, she now has a 22-inch cinched waist. Like, yeah, with like at, 38D boobs. Yeah. In that third I mean, panel. I mean, that's like, that's crazy. But anyway, in the first one, she has come up and and Polly and Lolly are wearing fuchsia. They they both also, look at the second one. Let's call oh, that yeah. Lolly. Yeah. She's, she's got the same sort of thing, cinched up. Like, I mean, like, like Why fucking... Back in the olden times, like when they literally would have a corset and ruin their internal organs. Yes, yeah, right. Yeah. They'd remove ribs. Nobody's body goes that direction. Look at, I mean, look at Etta in the third panel. Oh She's God. like, it's, it's crazily exaggerated. Again, it's like Seth's shoulders and neck and then a five <laughs> yes. inch waist. It's I mean, ridiculous. It's, it's so ridiculous. It's like you could, you could put your, you could put your hand around her waist and touch your thumb and forefinger. Anyway, she comes up and she, it's like she's pushing them because <laughs> we're seeing Polly from behind and Lolly yeah. looks terrified and Etta's hand is up on her. But if you look at her arm, where her hand where is, is, makes is, no it, sense. Why? It why? makes no sense. None. It can't possibly be that. It can't possibly be that. Because her arm that. is down here and she's like this. She would be going like this with it smashed up here. Because you can't see yeah, where her arm is bent. And so it's yeah. just weird. Maybe it's a tattoo on Polly's shoulder <laughs> that looks like fingers. Let's but call she, it that. she just got a tattoo when she put her swimsuit on between the last one and this one. Why are they? Why have they changed into swimsuits? I I don't know. I don't know. And why don't they match? Right, because the stupid shorts and and tankini top matched. Etta seems to be pu- pushing them along. It seems, and she says, "My girls, my daughters. This is so strange, so unexpected." In the next panel, she's still talking to them. I missed you so much. And the two of them say together, we, we missed, missed you, you too, too mummy. mummy. And then there's a shot from behind Polly and Lolly, and Etta is giving them a really fucked up look. <laughs> yeah. Her <laughs> like, eyebrows like, in like her hair. Like she's mad. Like she's no, mad. No, her eyelashes them. are in her hair. Wait, what? What's happening with her? That's not her eyebrow. That's her eyelashes. Her eyelashes and her eyebrows are in her hair. <laughs> I mean, What's let's be on? honest. 
Let's be honest. And her jaw looks like she's been doing steroids for yeah. About well, yeah, it looks like she has um, ten years on her on the right side of her face, like she has a growth. <laughs> but let's not forget, she's got a pretty solid Ben Franklin working in this panel. So she has like a 12-inch waist and a Ben Franklin and a broken uh, cheekbone. <laughs> broken cheekbone and her eyebrow and eyelash are just stuck right. in her hair. In other words, it's a classic triple threat. <laughs> <laughs> On the final panel, now there's finally a background, oh, which is okay. sort of a peach. Yeah. And she is yeah. literally pushing them out of the panel. And now we see why she had a shitty... After, like, we missed you yeah, too, mummy. And now, yeah. why she's giving them a shitty look, she says to them, I noticed that you didn't. I noticed that didn't keep you from trying on my dresses. Again, we're back to the trope in this fucking, <laughs> fucking comic where mothers and daughters wear each other's clothes and it makes them both angry. First. Okay, there's so much going on. First of all, I thought they were yep. swimsuits. Of course, they're dresses. Of course they are. Of course, yes. Because every dress, you just can't wear a normal dress. It has to be like the tightest thing of all time. So you can see the cleavage. Right. You can see the four-inch waist. Okay, so let's say <laughs> okay. that your whole family went through a, some sort of weird wormhole, popped out, and your children... You and you and Wendy were back to your normal. Your children were way in the future. Yeah. Would you just go, well, your dad and I are going out to dinner. I mean, you're, you're, you know, your mom and I are going out to dinner. See ya. I mean, there, she's acting like this is so unexpected, so strange. Bye. Also, previous, in the previous one, I'm going to dinner with mummy. They're, they're in their tankinis and shorts. Yeah. Now... Enough time has passed that they've done a costume change, that they have gone into Etta's closet, raided it, and found two identical but different colored dresses. Like slinky dresses, yeah. And dressed in them while while Etta has also been dressing. Changed into her dress. Nobody knew about this in the interim. Right. She didn't notice her two daughters that are now 15 years older than they were yesterday (laughs) in her bedroom, 15 to 40. (laughs) 50. 15 to 50 years older. 15 to 50 years older in her bedroom. Just now noticed. Look, this is not how he draws dark hair. This isn't how he draws it. This is intentionally gray. This is never, he has never drawn dark hair like this, where it's just supposed to be like dark and maybe that's supposed to be like shiny dark hair. Also, they were blonde when they were little and now they have like jet black going to gray hair. So there's that. Then there's also like all this other, like, (laughs) once again, this is one of those strips where, where the first two panels have nothing to do with the last two panels. This is so strange, so unexpected. I missed you so much. We missed you too. Now we're on to something else. What does it mean? Even though, what? Even though you missed me, it didn't keep you from trying on my fucking dresses, you well, unexpected it, glitches. Right. It, I missed you so much, so I'm going out to dinner with your father. <laughs> See ya. I don't, it's, 
Oh, Jesus Christ. What the fuck? There's... All of my organs are failing right now. Because my body... Well, I mean, because I'm old, but also because (laughs) my body... My body doesn't want to do this anymore. Like, what? Like, what? And on we go. This. Yeah, I mean, on we I do, go. before I go to the fourth one, I just want to say, yeah. like, like, okay, so you've decided as Brooke McEldowney, they, they've gone through a, they've gone through time jumps and now they're locked in at their normal ages, but their daughters are, are much older because I'm Brooke McEldowney and I can't wait till they're legal is my guess. <laughs> What do do a do a, a four engine motorboat if you get my drift? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Woo! Oh my god! So like this is your this is your concept that you're gonna play with for some number of strips. But the best joke that you can come up with is Etta is mad that they're wearing her dresses because bitches always be mad about other unexpected glitches. Wearing their clothing. Yeah, and there these unexpected glitches. Every woman yeah. in this family is exactly the same size, <laughs> <laughs> because Etta has borrowed what's her mom? What's her mom's name? Jesus, Juliet. Juliet. Etta has borrowed Juliet's clothes, and it made Juliet angry. So they're the same size. They all have the same taste. They all wear the same things that. All the clothes fit them exactly right. This is a ludicrous proposition. Okay, let's move on. I can, it, I'm with you. I don't. I don't know if I can. Okay. All right. We must for the listeners. We must. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Brooke. You're going to have to help me with this one. Okay, so Polly and Lolly are on the left-hand side. They're talking to Etta, who for some reason is talking to them over her fucking shoulder. So either he draws everybody from behind or characters talk to each other basically with their backs to them. Well, in the first one, he just wants... Look how much lower the neckline is. So you can see even... He wants her to really stick that boobage out. Also, if you look at the second panel yeah never mind okay. never mind okay because we're getting into this anyway i'll we be can, polly and lolly okay um <sighs> jesus christ yeah while you were away we had your dresses taken in to fit us says lolly from which i infer that i am overweight and then polly they come up to her to console her i guess yeah. And Polly says, what we're thing. saying is, you're colossally sexy. And then in the final panel, what is this body position that Edda <laughs> is in? The two daughters are walking away. Yeah. And by the way, in the first panel, they look once again like they're possibly in high school. Or maybe college, only prematurely gray, as opposed to earlier ones where they definitely looked like divorcees in their 50s. But now they look younger somehow. But anyway, Ed is walking away with one hand sort of like, and I, I 
Don't do I it. You're I almost cramp did. Up. I'll cramp up trying to do the the arm motion and the hand motion. The but one she's hand. got her. And then the other's a crab claw. The other crab is claw, defi- yeah. <laughs> definitely a crab claw <laughs> at her side. Yeah. And for that one, just try that looks like a thumb, right? That looks yeah. like a thumb. Put your left hand down by your body and tell me where your which direction your thumb is pointing. Yeah. So yeah. her hand it's, is turned out palm out palm at out. her side so that her thumb can point backwards. Or is that oh it that's <laughs> what makes it look like the back of her is the front of her. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, like her head's so, on backwards. <clears throat> Okay, so okay. then Etta is won over by what we're saying. Of course, because you called sexy. her sexy. That's all right. a woman wants to hear. Uh-huh. And she and Etta says, Oh, pshaw, Mackledowney ellipsis, drop down a line, Mackledowney ellipsis. Go on with you now. Polly and Lolly walk off, and you can take the second line. I'll take the first. And Polly says, You think she bought that? Just long enough for us to disappear into an alternative reality. Yeah, okay, so there's a lot of things to note about this. First of all, um, it's a little hard to see, but both dresses, the fuchsia one and Mm -hmm. the green one, are slit all the way up um, to the waist. Yeah, yeah. Um, You can't really see it as well in the green one, but it's there. But the fuchsia one, for sure, is slit all the way up to the waist. And uh, and now uh, I just have to point out some hand business. Okay. Panel one. What <clears throat> oh happened to yeah. Lolly's hands, which are apparently clasped in front yeah. of her? This is a classic Mackledowney. There's two people. This he'll do this when it's like he's done it in like a Sunday comic where it's like a bunch of like the one with all the punctuation mm-hmm. and Etta. You know, and then there's the giant punctuation. And in one, she had her hands behind her. And the next one, her hands in front of her. And then, like, you know, and so that's what he has here. Polly's hands are crossed behind her. Lolly's are in front of her because, like, what else are you going to fucking do, right? Can't have them both in the same pose, even though no. they were in the same pose when we first met these two um 40 to 90-year-old ladies. Yeah. <laughs> but what has happened to her hands? They look like they taper down into baby hands. Yeah, that are holding. It's like two yeah. children holding hands. Yeah. And then, like, what's going on with Etta's arms in the second panel? She has one <laughs> crossed in front of her and one behind her. Like, she has one arm behind her back. Where you can't, like, it's crossed behind her. And the other is completely crossed in front of her. Stand it, like, put your arms like that. All right. It put looks your arms like, like that. Right. It it's looks weird. like, it looks like, though, that Lolly and or Polly is, like, holding her arm up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, like, has turned her arm behind her and is holding it up, like... I mean, there's so much to unpack with these. We've hardly spent even a moment on the amount of Macaldoni ellipses. Yeah. We've hardly, hardly spoken about it at all. But it is, once again, why is it not just, oh, pshaw, comma, go on with you now and lose those? Because that's, fu- that's funnier. That's timing. That's actual comedy. It's like, oh, pshaw, go on with you now. Oh, oh, pshaw. You know, 
Go on with you now. Yeah. So it, it would be funny if you were saying this aloud. It would be, you know, oh, Pashaw, go on with you now. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, that's what would be the joke. <laughs> All right. All right. Now, now we are really into some magical drawing in the next one. This is. Okay, but yeah. So what I, I want to say okay. one thing before we go to the next one. So that like, yeah, while okay. you were away. So I guess the previous part of this story was she was gone in the alternate universe or. I, right. I but know. why? Okay. So before they appeared in what we, in what was the first one that we talked about. They had the dresses Alter. taken in. Okay, so that's why they were so calm and comfortable. But but why were they? Why were they dressed in something else in the first one? Like, what's the comedic point of this? Is like we okay? We're older, and we came, and like you went away, and we're in your closet while you're away. However, that is managed, like whether this is after they came back from dinner or whatever it is, you know, maybe that's what it is. They went oh, to maybe dinner come and while back they were out dinner. to dinner, okay. they had their dress. They went and quickly found a tailor to take in two dresses in the time it takes for somebody to have dinner. Like that's completely feasible. And then they got into those dresses, but they have time traveled simply to go into Etta's closet and abscond with her dresses is, like, the joke. Right? I mean, like, what? I don't know. I don't know. And then they're going to disappear. Like, do you think she bought that long enough for us to disappear into an alternative reality? By the way, alternate reality would be more calm. Yeah. It's not alternative realities. It's, but it's is that what it said? Realities. Is it that says what it alternative said? reality. But it, an alternate reality. That's why I was like, it was hard to read it. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, alternate. Yeah, okay. Okay. So. <laughs> oh my god. So, okay, okay. Before we speak at all about the words in this upcoming strip. The fifth that we are dealing with today. <laughs> In the first panel, Polly and Lolly are hunched over like the girl from the ring. Yeah, <laughs> like looks two. like they're coming right out of the television. They're, they're literally hunched over with their heads facing down, their arms kind of weirdly like monster-like at right, their, yeah, like, kind, like of, a, kind of, like, looped out, like, not like, just uh, at their sides. Like, they're going to walk like, weird at you like a zombie or something. Yeah. They're, they're both hunched over identically. And then in the next one, their backs are to us, and Edda is looking away <laughs> like the second panel. <laughs> Why do you draw that? Why do you draw it? It is literally three people and none of whom we see their faces. None. None. We don't see their faces no. at all. Well, it's so it's he can fantasize insane. about her boobs and their asses. That's the point to the second one. She's sticking her boobs out. Edna is. And Holly and <laughs> Lolly are sticking their... Uh, you can see Edna. their asses as they walk away. That's all it is. Yeah. Sorry, I just had to make an adjustment. I realized... Somehow, my son has been using this microphone, 
And the gain has literally been up all the way. So I am sure that my voice has been ridiculous on this podcast. And I apologize. It was literally all the way up. Which son? <laughs> so sorry. The oldest, of course. God damn. He, he plugs It's time it he like, go. Find his own house and microphone. It's time he go. <laughs> he go. It's Yo. time. Okay. Anyway. Go. So, um, okay. So yeah. here's what's happening with those absolutely bizarre drawings. Ada has her arms crossed and she's looking at t- her two daughters who seem to be hunched over spirits that have just crawled out of a well. Yeah. yeah. Because she watched a video cassette and now they have to come and murder her. And she says... Well, I want to point out she also still has her hair tattoo on her cheek. She does. She does. And so she says, I noticed that you're not wearing my shoes. And either Polly or Lolly says, oh, dot, 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 well, comma, that couldn't be helped. And now in the second panel, they're now walking away. They had to look down to notice... About the shoes. Uh-huh. I notice your shoes and they both have to look fucking down at their fucking shoes. Like, why are they looking at their shoes? <laughs> well, yeah, both at the same time. So dramatically. Like hunch, like hunched ar- it's over like, their like arms, oh. like their arms are forward, like and sort of out kind of bowed away from their bodies like monsters. Well, and then just like, why are they busted on that? Because they're not taking her stuff. So why does she even bring it up? Yeah. Oh, well, that couldn't be helped, says Polly or Lolly. And then in the next one where we're just seeing their backs. Bearing the implication, I gather that my feet are also exceedingly sexy. And then the final panel is Etta with her hands kind of out, her arms straight down, her hands out. She's kicking a leg straight out so she can look at her foot because she has to look at it now because we're talking about feet and she has to look at her foot. Her dress is, of course, slit up past her vagina. Vagina, yeah. She's sticking her foot out and looking at it. And from off stage, they have walked away. And they say, after she says that my feet are also exceedingly sexy, not at all, says Polly. And Lolly says, they're just whoppers. Can I say something? Yeah, please, please. When would a ballerina ever think her feet are sexy? (laughs) Right. A ballerina would never even consider... Anyone thinking her feet were sexy, she knows they're not sexy. They're they're mangled. Yeah, they're yeah. they're they're calloused and mangled, and possibly bleeding almost all the time. I mean, which brings me to to toe cleavage. That one. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because uh, oh, your sexy feet, and it's like she's a dancer, uh, right. and uh, specifically a ballet dancer. Right, and would it benefit a ballet dancer to have petite feet? I'm not sure that tracks. Like, well, even anyway. if you did have cute petite feet, they're not cute anymore. No, they're destroyed. Yeah, but of course, she, her biggest 
everything has to be that she's sexy. Yeah. It's her only and reason of, for living is that she's sexy. Right. And of course, if there's more than one woman in a room, they are going to pick apart each other's physical attributes. Right. Even if they're your mother or children, you like have children to be sexier the, than your mother and your children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That your kids, that it's totally acceptable and and it's hilarious that you have two daughters who come back who like come through a wormhole in space to tell you that um, that you're fat and you have big feet? Because look, look at her. Look how fat she is. That big fat ass. With look at those big... giant feet. <laughs> what the fuck? I, I, Jesus I'm Christ! Just... Like why? Like and this is twenty twenty two. Yeah, to Brooke McEldowney, it is hilarious that women snipe at each other about their looks. It's hilarious. But that's all women do now. Yeah. Still, in 2022. All right. This okay. this only gets yep. worse, Brooke. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't understand this pose that Amos and Etta are in <laughs> at all. I don't Where understand. are they? Like, are they sitting on the floor? Or? No, I think it's meant to be that they are in the panel of this comic. Oh, okay. Edda is leaning back against it and her, she is in a V-shape, listeners. She is wearing a skirt, finally wearing a turtleneck. I mean, finally. Thank for you. fuck's sake. Jesus, we're into it's the been, sixth one. It's been forever. It's been nearly a week. You fucking um, deprive us of our turtlenecks. She's in a fuchsia turtleneck, and she's got a green skirt on and green shoes, and her legs are, she's leaning back against the right-hand side of the panel, and then her legs are extended straight up so that they are up against the top part of the left-hand side of the panel. And... Amos has his arm is sitting behind her and has his arm around her legs and is sitting with his knees up, but his back is not supported at all. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, um, and this, this pose creates real crazy, crazy issues in the second panel where we're suddenly behind Etta and we see her legs shooting straight up next to Amos. It's a very, very bizarre thing where her legs are super fucking long. It, and then it's in literally the third one, her legs are down and only by the grace of Amos's arm a little bit are we not just seeing a beaver shot. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we're behind him now, and her legs have to be down because otherwise we couldn't see her face. So her legs are now bent in that. Third or her one. beaver. <laughs> we can't see her beaver, but you know it's there. Oh God! Always, it's oh God! Beavers. Oh God! Always there. Oh God! Oh no! I've got a little alarm no. that goes off in my drawing room. <laughs> it's a beaver alarm. <laughs> it's always going off because the beaver is. Always there. Oh, I'm dizzy. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. Okay. I can't. So now we're going. Now we're going to go in deep into <laughs> what has happened previous to this. And and 
And I want to stop for just a moment and okay. say, I'm glad that you started where you did <laughs> and that we don't know what they did previous to this. Okay. And we're only having to play catch up and okay. figure out what the fuck happened. What the fuck happened? Amos says, so when you went into space, you actually traveled via a wormhole? Question mark. It seemed the easiest thing to do at the time. Next panel. What did you find on the other end? You, Mackle down the ellipsis, drop down a line. You were waiting for me in our own time frame. Third panel. But Polly and Lolly weren't? It seems they exist in their own alternative reality. <laughs> Again. Yes. And now the final panel. They are um, facing each other. They are lip to lip. <laughs> yeah. As they as they speak to each other. It looks like they're going. You know that one from uh, Singing in the Rain? Where it's like, isn't it like. I don't know how the words are, but it's in Singing in the Rain and Debbie Reynolds and, and Gene Kelly going, I have just recently seen Singing in the Rain, as it turns out. I have seen it 200 times in my life, and I have no idea what you're referencing. Oh, maybe it's the wrong movie. But I swear they're like yeah. this close to each other going. Nope. Maybe it's a different rain. movie. Maybe it's a different movie. But it's it's Debbie Reynolds. I know it is. I know it. Ding dang ding dang do. You know that song. And they're like, I keep doing this. Like our listeners are going to see how close my hand is to my nose. Yeah. No, it's close, guys. It's close. It's close. Anyway, their lips are nearly touching, and Amos says, Oh, that's right, Macaldani ellipsis. I gave them something peachy keen for Christmas. Special relativity? No, extra special relativity. All right, all right. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know that I want to no. talk any more about this dumb fucking no, move thing on. that just happened. It's so fucking stupid. We'll go to number seven, where it's one of the classic McEldowney, um show two people from the shoulders to just below the knees. So we just see them and they're walking. And um, it's one of Brooke's favorites uh, because the tails from the um, mm-hmm. from the voice bubbles are like tangled together. Mm-hmm. Um um, and you can't tell who the fuck, who fuck starts? Who fuck starts? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, his uh, asshole speaks at some point. I, I think this has got to be her talking first. Okay, yes, I see it now. I see okay, it Okay, so let's go. This is there. And, but I mean, look once again at her weird crab claw. Weird what crab the fuck? claw. Why draw a hand like that? What is she? What is she? What is she fucking doing with her fucking hand? Maybe that's it. Maybe this is what she. And when she went through the wormhole, she turned into half crab, uh, half yeah, woman. Yeah, she's got crab claws. Okay. Anyway, let's yeah. go. And also, may I say, with how short that miniskirt is, in the previous one, you would have seen the beaver. I mean, there's no oh, question. Yeah, it would no have been. Question. There would have been beavers all over the place. It would have been be- it's also building it's also dams. Sh- 
Oh. It's also shorter than it was if you go back one. Yes, it's, it's way shorter. It's longer It's way than shorter. That. Yeah. But now, because he's showing her from the side, he's got to be like, just below the butt. Yeah. Just. Got to almost oh, see yeah. her ass cheek. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Okay, so she begins and says... Christmas came, and you couldn't just give the girls a gift card to Pasternak's Chocolate Grotto? You can't be serious. Of course I can. I guess that's me. Yeah, that's you. Yeah, of course I but can. That's, but that's so passe. Here, Pasternak's is a chain. You can't turn a corner without stumbling into a Pasternak's. And now we're in the final panel. At this end of the wormhole, Pasternak's has been franchised? The whole wormhole is a franchise. Okay, I don't... I don't... Can we even talk about this one? The only thing I want to say is Christmas came and you couldn't just give your kids a gift certificate. It's Christmas. (laughs) Exactly. It's like you go buy them the chocolate. You go buy them the chocolate. Pasternak is a Russian poet and novelist. He wrote Dr. Zhivago. So I don't know why. There's not a Pasternak in New York. Like, why is it Zay bars? Then, oh, I can never get that. What's funny about Pasternak's being a chocolate grotto? But is there, look up, is there something in New York like Zay bars? Like, they know of this fancy chocolate place. A fa- look up fancy chocolate place called Pasternak's or something. So is he once again saying, I know of this really quaint chocolate shop in, you know, Belgium? I mean, there's not something called Pasternak's Chocolate Grotto, if that's what you're looking for. And there's no Pasternak's Chocolate? So in the other one, he's like, Zabar's, because I'm interesting and I know about Zabar's. But this one, he's just making up a name. And he... He I did guess. it to a Russian author. So that's why he's Mr. Smarty Pants. There's a celebrity trainer named Harley Pasternak. Oh, he's going to, I hope he sues. I hope he sues. I hope he opens up a chocolate grotto and sues them. But I mean, knowing Brooke McEldowney, I have to assume that he is referencing the author of Dr. Okay. Zhivago okay. for okay, no gotcha. fucking reason. For no right? fucking reason. But just to right? be Mr. Smarty Pants. No yeah. fucking reason. Okay. For, and, <sighs> and also, alternative realities. Anyway, this guy is toying around and stuff. He's like, why bother myself with how they normally speak of these things? In science fiction. I'm going to dabble in science fiction and not pay any attention to the fact that this is simply not how it's discussed. It is not called alternative realities. It's generally called alternate realities. Anyway, so now they're lying in bed and holding hands. I guess they're dying. They just had sex. Hopefully they're dying. Oh no, no! This one. This is a this is a Neil Labute right here. They're oh, asleep. Boy. Is what's okay. happening. They, it looks like they're asleep, and look she's where her lying. hand is. She's clutching her own boob. I was just she's literally say. yeah, just literally yeah, fondling cupping herself, her own, cupping her own boob. 
Okay, and so she says... The entire network of alternative realities is a franchise? There's a wormhole on every intersection. Oh, please. And free Wi-Fi. And now we're seeing them from the waist down, and I don't... Okay, I don't understand. He's now on his side, on his back... His elbow, look where his elbow yeah, is. Yeah, his elbow. Her he's leg like, he's is flipped up. over or something really That's quick. That's his leg, but I guess maybe he's turned away from her. I don't know. It makes no sense. And now Polly and Lolly, with their blondish, reddish hair, orangish hair, back in their younger days with frilly collars as if <laughs> they're like little Lord Fauntleroy. Yeah, yeah. And Polly says, I'll go first. It always bugs me when mommy and mummy and daddy argue in their sleep. Yeah, but I like the part where they make up in their sleep. It's educational. I'm sorry. (laughs) Boring. Wait a minute. I think we did that wrong. How do you mean? It always bugs me when mommy and daddy argue in their sleep. Boring. Yeah, but I like the part where they make up in their sleep. It's education. <laughs> it it, no? I, well, I think you're probably right that that's the intention. But when you put the word bubbles like this, it, that is not... With no line. With no line. That is not how you would do it. Because yeah. it goes straight. Because there's no line in the bubbles. The bubbles are connected. Yeah. Okay. Well, because they're twins. Yeah. So this is this is a world in which the twins watch their parents sleep all the time, and they like when they're when they can tell that their parents are having sex dreams. Right. That's what we're talking about. It's real sick. It's real sick. Yeah. We're talking about That's something what's real sick. Right? Real sick. They watch their parents have like dream sex. Yeah. So this whole thing previous oh to this God. has been dreams, has been a dream that they're, oh, they're having they're having a joint dream. Yeah, because we were just here where it's like Pasternak has been franchised, the whole wormhole is is a okay. franchise. And now they're sleeping and so they're having a joint dream and apparently they have dream they dream together because they're so in love. In love. No one's more in love than these two assholes. And Polly and Lolly have elbows on the bed. They've been watching for a while. They're they fully like dressed. Their parents. They're fully dressed in the middle of the night. Also, suddenly there's a pink bedspread that was not in the first one. It's not in the first one. No, there's yeah. But here, let's read. Let's read them as if because they. It looks like they're saying it at the same time. So you take the left. I'll take the right. So one, two, three. It yeah, but I like the part where they make up in their sleep. In their it's sleep. educational. Boring. <laughs> That's how it really should go, don't you think? No, I I mean, I... Because there's no... The the bubbles are connected. It's one I bubble. Think he's, he connects them because they're twins and they're connected. I guess. I don't fucking know, man. I don't know what's going on in this any more than you do. It's so sad. And look, at she's almost got corn niblet teeth. Almost. 
Corn nibble teeth. And she is literally like just, I mean, hanging on for dear life to her boob. Whose hand is whose in the middle there? Where is, yeah. is that his hand coming from behind and hers is bent backwards and he's Yeah, like, hers is like it's this. Like, it's literally like, it's like he's applying like a, a jujitsu, like finger hold right. to like injure her hand. Well, that's right. I mean, it's like, like you, first of all, wouldn't wake up with your hands like that, your hand on your boob other hand on your boob, and then your children staring at you. I mean, you have children. I don't have children. But I can imagine while your children live in your home, you're hyper aware when one of your children gets up and needs something and comes to your bedside. And, you know, like, you're you're just, I, I would imagine you don't quite sleep for about 18 years or whatever, you know, or till your kids are of the age that... So, like, why wouldn't they have awakened with the two children, the two, you no, know, you shining no. children staring at them? No, one of you wakes up. One yes, of you one of you always wakes child, up. When yes. there's a child in your room, you wake yeah, up. Yeah, because, because it's just in you, because you don't really sleep. I mean, I know that just from having puppies. You just are, you're kind of in a, you know, when you have a puppy, you're like, ah, I'm going to have to wake up and do something. You know, it's yeah. like, and yeah, so why would, yeah, why would they not? Oh God damn it! God damn it! Are we going to the next? Go to one? the next. Go to the, oh yeah, yeah. Oh now, now we're fucking. Now we're getting to the heart of depravity. <laughs> because Polly and Lolly are now, um, however old, thirty nine. Let's say they look different. Yeah. Polly on the left yeah. has a different looking face than before. She looks very different. Um, and they've got like. <laughs> Tight collar. They're wearing what they wore in the previous one. Only, so it's infantilizing oh adults. Oh my god! You're right. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! So that's what they're doing. They're wearing that, and Etta is of course wearing her little baby doll thing, and her legs are crossed. Um, but her leg, after she crosses her leg, her top leg disappears. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's gone. But she's like, she's looking down at them at the bed and like thrusting her tits out. Yeah. And she says, let's face it. We can't just keep mixing our reality with Einstein's theory of relativity. You have to become my little girls again. But can't we just do it a little more? We have so much to learn from you about being matchlessly sexy. Then the second frame is Etta staring at them. I mean, she's torn because she's just been told she's sexy by her so daughters. Yeah, so she can't and say then, no to someone that says she's right. sexy. And then the final panel is from behind them, of course, because that makes the most sense is to draw people from behind. And their hair looks grayer than ever. Their hair looks grayer than ever. And it appears that they're sitting on each other's laps now. Like, yeah. <laughs> how are they? I mean, they've merged together into a two-headed beast. And Edda says, Oh, all right. But listen up. I'm not going to say things twice. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. We, we're going to go to jail for covering this. All right. Now. This is um, so sick. And then, like, and also, like, look at her. 
her teddy is like, of course, a string, so it's just easy for it to drop off, and there are the your tatas, yeah. you know. I mean, it's like yeah. who ha- wears first? Who wears this to bed? Yeah, yeah. And if you do, it's you just have one with straps. And also, like if you're talking to your kids, what you're not, you're not like, oh, I wore my sexy thing to bed, and now I'm talking to my children. It's weird that I'm just going to talk to them while wearing my sexy thing. Well, it's weird. <clears throat> not so weird if your children have been watching you have dream sex, <laughs> right, for right. their whole this, lives. Right. This whole thing is like, is like, of course, of course, like it's a, it's a fucking disgusting and weird thing for Brooke McEldowney to create two, like whatever, ten-year-old children, girls, who like watching their parents have sex dreams. Oh my god. Like that is a really super disgusting thing. That is really think, like it's beyond the It's pale. beyond. It is Here's the thing. I think we might get arrested. That's for what talking I just said. about this. For ju- That's I know what but I, just said. I know you did and I didn't really compute it until now. You made me remember <laughs> that you said <laughs> I, I remembered. <laughs> Well, I mean, let's go to 10. Because no, but you're right. This is sick. This might be the last one. We might get shut down by the podcast yeah. network. Yeah. Well, let's go to 10 because this is, it only gets worse for us. Oh, my God. It only gets worse. Polly and Lolly are now, now Etta has, has, she stood up so she could walk away from them and talk to them over her fucking shoulder, just like people do. And Polly and Lolly look completely different again. I would like to go back to a point I believe I made last episode where it is amazing to walk past a desk of an animator on an animated show and to see how they can draw a character exactly the same Every, Every single time. time they draw them, they draw them and it looks, you're like, that is exactly Bob Belcher. That is exactly Louise. Every single time there's yeah. no, no matter who it is, then you go to another desk and it's that same thing. Yep. These yep. two daughters have looked different Every single fucking time. They do not look the same. They look wildly different ages. At one point, they look 17, and then they look 35, and then they look 45. Like, what the fuck is going on? Why do they have gray hair? When they have orange hair, he knows they have orange hair as children. Why do they have dark hair going gray? And it's been 30 years, Jeff. 30 years he's been drawing it. Yeah. Yeah. And they never have looked the same twice. And she has another, like, mark on her face. Yeah. What's the it's mark on curl, her face? It's a curl of, of hair. But it looks like a spot of, like, zinc oxide. <laughs> like the colored stuff that you can put on. Anyway. Yeah, like she has a blemish and she put a patch on it or something. So strap the fuck in, listeners. For the first line of dialogue in this strip, strap the fuck in. Etta looks over her shoulders at her two daughters who are some sort of age between 17 and 50. (laughs) They are looking up at her and she says to them, 
So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your body doesn't want you to say it. <laughs> right. You're, yeah, I'm. I'm so. I'm just like. Uh, yeah. So you girls want me to lecture you about passion? Oh yes, please. This is a conversation a mother is having with her daughters while she's wearing a like a teddy. Yeah, that it, it's gotten shorter. Her ass, and she's it's turned around to like look over her shoulder, so they're looking at her fucking ass. It's her mother, and this is after they've their whole life watched her have sex dreams with her, their dad. In the next panel. Now we're behind everybody, so we see what they've been seeing, which is her bare back. And she says, Well, romance, really. Sure, we can start there. And then in the final panel, Brooke, what am I looking at? I don't fucking know. Here's the thing. Their dresses obviously have gone Little House on the Prairie length. Not oh, yes. mini skirt oh, yes. dresses because it, with their legs like that, the yeah, beaver, beaver. Because now they have been sitting on the bed, with on the edge of the bed, with their legs together as you sit on the edge of a bed. And now we only see Etta from the tits to the thighs, barely in the, in the picture. And now Polly and Lolly are both sitting with their legs crossed. Like children. Now Except, they're like acting well, like children. Polly has her legs crossed. Lolly, her legs aren't crossed. Right. And, her, her and that's why they had up. to make the dress longer. Her knees are up and yeah. she's looking down and her hand looks like a cauliflower. Oh, God, it sure does. It's or like a starfish dog toy or something like <laughs> yeah that that that's like two years old yeah and loved. Etta says, perhaps the first kiss would be the best place to begin. And Polly says, would you like to play jacks? Yeah, while we wait. And then and, Etta yeah. completes it with. McEldowney ellipses or holding hands. Right. So we start off with, do you want me to lecture you about passion? Ah, yeah, yeah, they say. Oh, yeah. And then we end with one of the girls basically like with her fucking legs open. (laughs) Like, what the fuck is happening? (laughs) I don't play jacks. Oh, I'm sorry. When, what decade is the last decade any child ever played jacks? Well, it's Brooke McEldany. He's so delightfully, you know. Yeah, anachronistic. Anachronistic. That's the word I was looking for. It's so delightfully. Yes. They play jacks and and croquet on the lawn. I mean, I love croquet, but, you know. (laughs) Yeah, marbles, I guess. They play marbles. and. Would you like to play hoop and a stick? Yeah. Yeah, and and ride on this bi- bicycle with the giant wheel. Yeah, it's just okay. So now in the next one, so they don't want to hear anything about romance or first kisses, or they just want to no. get to uh-uh. where you no. you fuck someone. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and now we're behind them 
on the bed, and they're once again sitting kind of on the edge of the bed, and they look older than in the last one. <laughs> now they, now they, they definitely look like in their they 20s do. or 30s. And Polly says, but when was the first time Macledony ellipsis, you know? I know? Yeah, you know. Well, when Daddy and I were in Belgium. Daddy? And then in the next panel, we're seeing uh, Etta has facing away from us and the two girls are hugging each other, terrified. And Edda says, Daddy has always been my only true love. No one else. And they say, Daddy? This, this time with two exclamation points and a question, and a question mark. mark. The first, yeah. So they're really. And normally, this, by the way, an interrobang is a question mark and then an exclamation point. That's an actual punctuation mark. Oh, yeah. And so this yeah. is backwards. This is backwards. You da- normally don't daddy. see it. Daddy. Yeah, yeah you're he right. It it's wrong. daddy. He has exclam- it wrong. In right. The, yeah. He has it wrong in the previous one, and he has it dub- doubly wrong by adding Doubly an extra. wrong, yeah. That's not an interrobang, which is the common, which is how you commonly do it. Is you're right, because you're like, you're saying it as bang. a question. Yeah. And a, yeah. Wait, say it again. I'm, I talked over you. But intero. It's, it's intero. Bang. So question yeah. mark, bang, exclamation point, because it's a question said with emphasis. Anyway, not it's an emphasis and then ending in a question. Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> Daddy. Daddy. Huh? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and then they're running off in the background while Ada is pleased to tell them. In a moment of complete abandon, he even removed his glasses. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know why there's a comma there. In a moment of complete abandon, comma, he even removed his glasses. Is uh, That's a comma splice. That's a, anyway, he doesn't know what he's doing, is my point. Uh, they're running Daddy! off. Daddy! I, I, <laughs> I don't know why they're running off. Uh, <laughs> oh! We're at the, we're finally at number twelve, Brooke. No, no, but th- th- this is the end of this. That's the that's end of the this? end. Oh, the next one is 12. for your birthday. It's a happy birthday one. Because my birthday is coming up. Yeah. So and... I, I I'm giving you no. That's the end of that. That's it. Just ends. Oh, okay. It just ends. Just ends. Oh, I see. That's a completely different place. I see. Yeah. Yeah. So after she said, <laughs> after she says that. I, the girls run out either, I guess, terrified. I guess terrified. I don't. I don't track what has happened. I don't track what has happened. They they enjoyed as children. They enjoyed watching yep. their parents have sex dreams. Yeah. When they are then older and in Edda's dream, I guess they are curious to know about passion. They don't want to know about hand holding or anything. They want to know about passion. And then when they're told about it, like, when was the first time you know? And so then they find out and then they run out of the room. I don't know. I don't I don't understand. I I don't know. And you know what? I can't even say that that was the end. I don't know, because 
I'm going to grab this and see, but I swear that was the end. Well, it's, it needs to be the end. It's the end of me. <laughs> it's, yeah, because it's so gross. It's literally the end of me. It is. It is. It is. The whole thing is so sick. It's incredibly like, it, it, The thing gross. is, if you got to go to a magical place to see your grown-up kids and what they're like, all you want to talk about is sex. Well, first you want to complain about the fact that they're wearing your clothes. Yeah, right. Yeah, you wouldn't want to go, oh my God, I can't believe I'm seeing you. I've time-traveled and tell me all about yourselves. Are you happy? The general attitude held by all of these people is kind of an annoyance with one another. I'm annoyed that my daughters are here and older. And trying to steal my sexy thunder. So we're going out to dinner. (laughs) Let's not forget that at the beginning of this, it's like, well, it's weird that you guys are here. So me and your mom are going out to dinner. <laughs> like, what? Good luck. All right. I don't, I don't understand. I don't know why you're here or why you're the age you are. But yeah. mom and I are going out to dinner. See ya. Bye. <laughs> like. But then when I come home, I'll tell you all about sex. Then uh, how you can be mom... se- if if you fawn all over me and tell me I'm sexy. Right. First of all, make sure you tell me I'm sexy. I mean, like the the weird, constant desire of Etta to be told she's the prettiest, that she's pretty, that she's like the like. It's just. It's really. Really super fucking weird. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay, I'm sorry. I was looking at this. So I looked it up, and I was like, I swear that's where it ended. So the next day after the second, it just goes into one of those stupid cat dog ones. The next day is another cat dog one. The next day is another cat dog one. Uh, The next day is, you know, one of those stupid Sunday ones. And, well, and I'm and I'm going back into what what got us here. Oh, okay. We launch into this by, and it's not really explained by going into. It just starts off with Amos and Etta sitting by the pool. He's like a small child, and she's of course a full grown lady in a bikini. Oh, that's scary. That's scary. Yeah. But it also looks like he's just, she's a giantess and he's, anyway, it it happened because of a a swing set. So then she gets on a swing and she launches herself into the air. And then in the next pan, in the next day, then she's still up in the air. And the next day she's reached the exit velocity, he says, and she's gone. And then... (laughs) There's an entire panel that's just her in a superhero costume flying through space. That's the entire comic. And then there's a Sunday one that doesn't have, that's just another one where like, oh, a dog licks her foot and it (laughs) freaks her out. And then she's flying through space and goes into a wormhole and comes out the other end. And then she, the next, that that's one comic. And then another comic, she falls from space into the ocean and he sees it. And then 
that's one. And then in the next one, it's the the whole the whole thing is just one wide panel, and she's found him on the beach, and she's wrapped herself around him, and they're kissing, and then we start our day. What? Like that's how we got here. That's how we got here. So there is no explanation, really, and it's just simply bananas. And then, and then, did I tell you? At, it, this is where it ends, literally. Then they go into yeah. some dog and cat ones, and, they, and then on November seventh, twenty twenty-two, goes into toe cleavage storyline. Okay, great. That's it. That's it. Yeah. So th- that's the end. That's the true end of this one. Like this, literally begins with a conversation between a tiny Amos. And a giant Etta, and she says, were you traveling at just a little near light speed while you were away? And he says, maybe, period, McEldonia ellipsis, why? Okay, but that's, in the two weeks previous to that, it was all different kind of stuff. So who knows what is meant by while you were away? No idea. No idea. And where did the, the dingbats come in? Where did the Polly and Lolly come into this? The very first one that we that we did. The very first one. Oh my god. That one. This one may have broken me. I don't I don't understand what to try to find fucking context for this yes. is impossible. impossible. It's impossible. Impossible. Why did we uh, it, yeah, why did I think that it was even possible? <laughs> I'm so stupid. Why do I keep Why just... did I thought you were gonna say why did we start doing this podcast ever? <laughs> I think it really has aged us and like it's killing us. This is a slow form of suicide as well. This is how Wendy and Charlie get the life insurance money. Because we're doing this and we'll die and they get the life insurance money. We hardly mentioned that there is truly 100% no actual jokes. Nope. Not even a joke setup. The closest is calling the them unexplained glitches. glitches what yeah. did he just call us? Why? I, uh, yeah, I, I don't mean, know where the. I mean, I don't know where the other jokes are. Or I mean, where there aren't it, any. There, there aren't, aren't any. any. Then it's there's what it there's the very first one is. There's unanticipated glitches, and then he says unanticipated glitches again. And what did he call us? And then there's. I noticed that didn't keep you from trying on my dresses. And then there's like, they call her colossally sexy. And then like long enough for us to disappear into an alternative reality. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm, there's, mm-hmm. then there's like, you've got big fucking feet. You, you fat cow. And then there's, I gave them something peachy keen for Christmas, special relativity. No extra special relativity. <laughs> like that's a joke. That's a joke. And then the wormhole, the whole wormhole is a franchise. What does that even fucking mean? And then there's the disgusting, I like watching them when they're fucking in, yeah. in their dreams yeah. because it's educational. Yeah, and it's better bore- when they're the makeup sex, makeup dream sex. <laughs> when they make up in their sleep, it's educational. And boring is either said before or after that. Either way, either way, either way it's still gross. It's not funny. And then it's and then it's like, again, flattering Etta, 
we have so much to learn from you about being matchlessly sexy. And then there's the playing Jacks thing, which I, again, I'm sad I saw it again because it's upsetting. <laughs> and then it's... Yeah, why are you going over this again? It's killing us. Keep going. Anyway, so, like, there's no Keep jokes. Going. Uh, Keep going over it. That's it. That's all of them. Oh, that's, that's it. That's all of okay. them. That's it. That's it. There's, like, no jokes except for unexpected glitches. What did he call us? And then... We died. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is I had this, your birthday's next week. And I was like, yeah. I, I'm going to, this yeah. one will make you laugh for, for the reason that you always get so mad. One of the reasons, one of the reasons, but I don't even know if I want to do it. Cause I'm just so, I mean, what this last one that has nothing to do with all of this. Yeah. It has nothing to do with, it. I just did it because the second panel, right. Second right. and third panel uh, are um, like, needless to say. It's Etta in a bathtub, and in the second panel, she's trying to show off her legs to <laughs> to Amos, who's in the bathroom. But what it appears to be is it absolutely has to be somebody else's legs. <laughs> it looks like she's holding mannequin legs. Especially in the third panel. The third panel. That- even longer, and she's even farther away. I just never seen anything like it. I'm not it's I'm just, not even gonna I'm not even gonna say what they're saying in this. You don't we'll even put have this to. up it's on just, the site. Yeah, just we'll put, put up, this up on the site, site and, just, and just look at the fucking legs. <laughs> like what the fuck has happened? That's from twenty eighteen. I mean I mean he has he has been drawing for so long and he still can't draw. Still can't do it. But it does. It looks like you've taken the tallest mannequin. Wait, still. Yeah. No. I mean, it looks like just be- stilt mannequin legs or something. Because she's her, holding them. Her legs are coming up through the wall, <laughs> and we see her knees are like halfway down. So like where the water level is basically at at where her butt and vagina are. But then she's sitting with her shoulders in the water, just she's perfectly straight up with her back against. And then the in the next bathtub. one, her legs are even longer, and she's even farther away from them. <laughs> they cannot possibly be her legs. Happy birthday! Thank you, Jesus Christ! It's so weird. <sighs> Well, I have to go pick up my son. So this is it. Because you're going to punish him but because you're going to punish him because he, he's gonna he be played with the gain on the back I of your... I should have checked the gain. It's all my fault. Oh, God. Anyway. You're just pampering right. those children. Oh, God. Anyway. I mean, I, I I don't know. I, I don't think I'll be able to eat for five days. I'm so sick to But luckily, stomach. we had no more glitches. We had no more unexpected glitches. Oh, my God. What did that's you call so true. Me? <laughs> oh, Brooke hey! McEldoney, you unrepentant little fuck. <laughs> <laughs> 
Nine Chickweed Rage is written and produced by Brooke Dillman and Jeff Drake. If you're enjoying the podcast, help us spread the word. Tell your friends, subscribe, like, review, all that stuff. Also, if you've been exposed to a Nine Chickweed lane in the wild, so sorry, but let us know. We're on Twitter, at Nine Chickweed Rage. That's us. Send us a message and we'll do our best to explain it on a future podcast. And again, thanks for listening. Edna is sitting on his lap and he's cradling it's Edna. like a... Edna. <laughs> 30, how many? 34? Four. This is our 34. 34th. This we cannot, we don't know the main character's name. Edna Still. Notice. Edna Notice. <laughs>